You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you're smiling. Hey you, bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly, crack a smile. Hey, Tamika. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> you always seem like you're shocked that you got in or whatever. I, I, <laughs> I just did like a pause for a dramatic effect. Uh huh. Sure, you did. You had to like you just won free concert tickets. <laughs> Hello, Tamika. Yes. You want tickets to Guns N' Roses? Oh, oh. I called 50 times. I knew I would get it. <laughs> oh, how, okay. How's everything going with you? Uh, It's going, you know, I got a moon pie. That has nothing oh, to do with Cinco de Mayo because it's not pie day. But, you know. Hey, still counts in my book. You got a pie. I should have had a taco with me, so because it's Taco Tuesday, and then it's Cinco de Mayo, and it's Revenge of the Sith, and I'm not right. prepared for any of it. I don't have my Star Wars shirt on. I don't have Shame. no taco. I don't have no tequila. I just need to go ahead and read that Shane Bell from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to walk naked in the courtyard. No. no, I don't think, I don't think that's, I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I heard she had a body double. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, hey, Chris. Hello. Huh? Oh, Sorry about hey, that. Chris. I had microphone issues. How are you? It's okay. Uh, how's it going, Chris? Uh, it's going. Homeschooling kind of sucks, but it's going. I understand. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm going to go on ahead, introduce the show, introduce everybody. Then we'll go on ahead and talk about tonight's topics. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I actually have Chris with me back again to talk about uh, some top 10 movies with Tom Hanks. Tamika's with me as well. Say hello to everyone. Hey. And Chris (laughs) is actually part of Hotel Nerd. And tell where everybody can actually reach you at, Chris. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at... Hotel underscore nerd 86. Uh, I'm very active on Twitter. Actually, uh, getting pretty fluent at it, finally. Uh, (laughs) Hotel Nerd Facebook group and uh, Hotel Nerd Network uh, Facebook page. All right. And as always, you guys can follow me at the on Instagram at Movie Loves You Tonight, TV Loves You Tonight. Same thing with movie um, over at Facebook. You can also find me over 
on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unite or Movie Lovers Unit. <laughs> and you can also find me at every social networking page that you can find. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's oh. okay. It, it's all good. <laughs> can you tell so, a Final Fantasy fan? <laughs> it's not <laughs> obvious at all. No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't notice at all. No, uh-uh, I didn't hear nothing going off in the background. I was eating my moon pie. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I fed her and everything, so she's good to go. She's not going to bite anybody. Yeah, gave her a moon pie. Yeah, you know, I got my shots. I won't bite. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> for today's po- a podcast episode, we're going to be talking about Taika Waititi doing um co-writing directing a star wars film we're also going to be talking about nicholas cage he actually got the role for joe exotic for the tiger king movie and we're going to be doing our top 10 tom hanks movies so we're going to get a little sweaty we're going to get a couple a little nerdy so let's go on ahead and do this mm-hmm. so <laughs> so what do what does everyone think about the whole idea that taika watiti is going to be doing a um Star Wars and co-writing a Star Wars movie. I will uh, defer on this one because once I start talking, I'm not going to be able to stop. So okay, <laughs> I will go last. <laughs> okay, not a problem. For me, it actually makes sense for them to go ahead and make Ta- Taika Waititi. Well, not make Taika Waititi, but let him be attached to a Star Wars movie because of the fact that with the success of Thor: Love and Thunder. It actually makes uh, sense, especially with Ragnarok, for him to be attached to this because he did such a great job with Thor Ragnarok, and then they trusted him with doing the sequel to Thor Ragnarok and, and everything as well with Thor Love and Thunder. So it makes more sense from a business level to be like, okay, you knocked it out of the park with this. We're going to go on ahead and give you Star Wars. We're going to let you co- co-write and direct this film, and we we have no idea what this film is even going to be about or anything like that. It's a total mystery as to what it's going to be. But I love that whole entire mystery element of not knowing. So that way we can speculate a little bit, have some fun with it. And also, too, you know, Taika Waititi is also good at blending in the fantasy aspect with some space aspects as well. So I think he's going to be really good uh, doing Star Wars. What about you, Tamika? Uh... I... I'm only speaking from Ragnarok. Um, I like Ragnarok. I like his style. Um, I wonder if he's going to bring that same element, like that colorful um, style to um, Star Wars. Like, is everything going to pop with color? And be, I don't know. I have like a very right. Star Wars kind of flavor I can hear to it. you, but I don't huh? have John. You don't hear me? You can't hear me? John kind of faded oh. out, so Uh-oh. I'm going to back mm-hmm. out for a minute. I'll come back in, see okay. if that fixes my problem. Okay. Sure. All right. Can you hear me? Are you talking to me? Mika. Oh, yes, I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no problem. So, anyways, I think that adding, um, I think to me, just adding him in there is actually just perfect. Because I think it can actually give us that little bit of Star Wars feel to it. Like it feels like the 1970s or 80s again. Especially what he was able to do with the whole retro colors like you mentioned with Thor Ragnarok. Yes. 
Yes, yes. So, Am I going to see I love Thor retro colors in Star Wars? Which, I mean, I guess it made <laughs> sense, but I right. don't want too much because Star Wars is the color scheme is pretty dark. Exactly. Unless you're part of the light side, then that might be a little bit different. Yeah, he can but play I think with the got... lightsaber colors, but he doesn't right. need to do too much because <laughs> it's right. going to be distracting. <laughs> exactly. Right. Another thing, too, is I think you can actually bring the comedic element to it and also some of the drama that goes along with it. Mm. So I think it'll be actually perfect. Yeah. But, Chris, can you hear me okay? Yeah, now? I got you both. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So what do you think about this? Well, first off, I'll, I'll take the uh, um, controversial route and say that I don't think Ragnarok's what landed it for him. Okay. I think the Mandalorian finale landed it for him. That's true. That is very true. I forgot about that. I, I forgot. I completely forgot about the Mandalorian being part of that. And if he does that style of humor in Star Wars, I'll be fine with it. Be just don't bash us over the head like you did Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. Ragnarok is by far hands down my favorite Thor movie. It's probably hands down my favorite. Phase three movie beside uh, Endgame. I could watch Ragnarok on its own on the daily and be fine with it because there's jokes on jokes on jokes. And I, just the way he flows in it and the fact that he's in it as, um, uh, can't think of his character's name. I'm having a Brett moment. Um, <laughs> he was in Cork. Oh, yeah, Korag. That's right. yeah, Korg. Yeah, Korg. Yeah, yeah. He he's the one that says, "Get out of here, ghost!" And he kicks the wall. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's in Endgame too, right? Playing. Yep. Uh, he's in Endgame playing video yep. games. <laughs> yep. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy that uh, Taika is getting his shot at Star Wars feature. That makes me very very pleased. Uh. I, I think Mandalorian sealed the deal for him. I think that he was on everybody's radar, just considering what he did with Thor. But right. I think what locked it was Mandalorian. I could see that, like I told you. I, and not only that, but isn't he also passionate about Star Wars as well? And everything in interviews, he said that he would like to do a judging, Star Wars film or something like that. Judging from what I watched of the gallery last night, on Disney Plus, everybody that was involved in Mandalorian. Hello? 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 And we lost yeah, him. He'll pop back in. I think it's okay. It'll yeah. be okay. These things yes. happen. <laughs> so. Uh, this is only our second time doing it with three people. So um, anything, yeah, it, yeah. You know, so anything is yes, possible. And everybody is on the internet now, <laughs> right? So it's going to be a lot slower. Mm. So yeah, uh, I was going to say, uh, do you think uh, his work with JoJo Rabbit, like how you guys were saying that he was put on the radar with? Um, with Thor and uh, the Mandalorian, the last episode, do you think 
his work with Jojo Rabbit like made him expand more to a broader audience? That could be possible because Jojo Rabbit did get a lot of buzz, positive yeah. buzz over at uh, the Oscars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And with stuff that, you know, that Taika Waititi directed. So, I mean, he directed and wrote it and it was about this imaginary um, this kid who had an imaginary friend that was actually mm. Hitler. And I think that having him add that little bit of flavor to it with his humor and everything would actually be beneficial to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I feel like everything to his work. Um, like I'm just coming into it and it, this makes me want to go back over and see what other movies he has done and do comparisons. Right. And you know what? He's such a fresh director, mm-hmm. but his, a matter of fact, he, oh, he, he actually directed Green Lantern. <laughs> the one with Ryan Reynolds? Oh, yep. Maybe he shouldn't talk about it. I don't know if you, <laughs> but hold on. Do you remember that little promo he did with the, with Free Guy? Uh, I think so. Where, where Ryan Reynolds and him are sitting in a director's chair. And, he says, I don't think we've worked together before. No, this is totally the first time that we worked <laughs> together. And they're actually playing it off like they just introduced each other, introduced themselves I to would. each other. Because they don't want to be, yeah, because they don't want to be remembered for mm. Green Lantern. Well, maybe <laughs> so, he can do Green Maybe he can, like, write and, like, do Green Lantern again in this fresh take that he does with Ragnarok. Because it seems like anything that's to deal with space will give him free range to be creative. Right? Right. right. Yeah. Because it seems like there's a lot of color. I don't know why I'm so fixated on the color scheme. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of color. <laughs> it, well, don't forget, I think depending on the planet, don't forget, planets can actually be something like yeah. that. Yeah, and the lantern core. So that's too, another thing. Like, they're multicolored. Right, but for a Star mm-hmm. Wars universe, it'll be something different for us to actually see since they get, we've traveled from planet mm-hmm. to planet. Oh, is he back? He's yeah, back. Yeah, I don't know what's hey. going on. I'm having weird audio issues tonight. Uh, it's okay. You just pop it's okay. in whenever. Seriously, man, if you're having audio issues and everything else, just if you need to co- come back yeah. and everything, come back. Yeah. We don't mind. Yeah, I just I try to give right. it a little bit to see if it clears itself up. So if I go mm-hmm. silent there for a little bit, okay. that's what's going on. <laughs> okay. Okay, not a problem. Um, yeah, but going ahead, I know that you were trying to make some yeah. points. What were you saying? Like with Taika, I don't know how much you heard, but I said that I'm looking forward to Free Guy. I don't know if he directed Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, but yeah. he's in Free Guy, and yeah, he actually okay. directed that. Uh, matter of fact, I was just talking to Tamika about like, that. I'm I'm looking forward to Free Guy just for the sheer fact that Tyke is in the film. Right. And I was just telling her this. Do you remember whenever they were sitting in the director's chair? And, uh, well, there's like a little funny cameo thing that they've done to promote Free Guy. But Ryan Reynolds and him were both introducing to each other for like the very first time. He goes, hi, I'm Tyka. He goes, hi, I'm Ryan. I don't think we actually worked together before. No, we didn't work together before. 
And then a couple of people are extra say, I think you guys did work together before. You guys did Green Lantern yeah. together. No, that wasn't us. That wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this yep. is our first time actually mm-hmm. meeting yep. each other. Deny it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that little aspect of like this little comedic thing that they have going it's on kinda, with that. But I, I, I'm in a... kind of like me as a Dragon Ball Z fan. It's like everybody brings up GT and was, we do not speak of shit. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not knocking anybody that likes GT, just uh, no. you know, my uh. personal opinion, Dragon Ball GT is shit. Dragon Ball Evolution is uh if you're familiar with uh Dragon Ball Z abridged, it is lower than Popo's stool. <laughs> If you don't know DBZA, watch DBZA, you'll get the joke. <laughs> but you were saying uh, that that's what you were excited about with uh, uh, Free yeah. Guy. Was Taika being I there? am fully on board with Taika like I am with Sam Raimi being on Doctor Strange too. Hmm. Like, Same here. I- Uh oh. Fucking lootly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. But what else did you? I know you have some something else that you wanted to talk to us about too with the Star Wars. Yeah, I found, they found out. Uh, that was somebody put together a nice article. It was on the, the, the comicbook.com. For every confirmed project and every rumored project. Here's the list of the confirmed ones. Some of these, everybody knows. Mandalorian Seasons 2 and 3. Kevin Feige's film. We have three film adventures dated December 16th of 22, December 20th of 24, and December 18th of 26. I didn't realize we had dates for those yet. Hmm. I didn't either, to be honest with you. I thought it was just one of those things where they're going to co- come to it whenever. That's they what come I to was it, of know the know impression. I mean? Like after Mandalore. Like I didn't realize that we had concrete dates for that. Which I mean, if they do, that's great. I mean, granted, everything right now is fluid because of yeah. what we're going through, but. Right. Uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy is still listed under confirmed. Cassie and Endor series, the Obi-Wan series, and we're going to have a female-centered series, which a lot of people are thinking is going to be Ahsoka. Mm, yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Because didn't Christian Harloff say that there was like a lot of buzz going around well, her? I mean, not to go into spoiler territory for Clone Wars final season, but I mean... It does kind of pave the wave. So I'm just saying, first up, go. Um, but uh, I think I might have lost you guys. Hmm? Oh, no, you there did. you are. There you are. Gotcha. Oh, sorry, we were no. just listening. Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I we thought were just I dropped listening. out again. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Now, no. the rumored there's four rumored ones, and they have officially under rumored is a Sokotano series. Then a J.D. Dillard film. Mm-hmm. 
which I feel like I should know that name, but for some reason, for right now, I'm it's not locking into my brain right now. Yeah, JD Dillard, you said. Like I feel like I should know Let's that see. name, and for some reason, I feel stupid for not knowing it. To be honest with you, he hasn't really. Uh, but that name sounds familiar to me for some reason. Mm, okay. I didn't get a chance to look anything up here because I literally found this like five minutes before uh, we went on. Well, the Hollywood Reporter reported this back in February 21st as well, where I said it was in the works with Matt Owens as the exclusive, as the uh, okay. director or something like that. So J.D. Uh, Willer is known for uh, writing right. and directing. And he actually did the sci-fi thriller for Slight. Yeah, still not, still not ringing bells with me. Uh, then okay. there's supposed to be a new animated project, and there's also a show that is rumored to be in the works called Star Wars Detours. It's basically like Star Wars in the vein of Robot Chicken. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh boy, so that's gonna be interesting. That that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, especially you get some of the voice cast back. I mean, obviously you can't get Carrie Fisher back, unfortunately. Mm. God rest her soul. But yeah. I mean, if you can get some of the original voice cast back and do some spoofs like on the movies and stuff, but absolutely go for it. Yeah. I'll watch it. <laughs> Same. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a couple episodes to Didn't see how it's gonna Chicken be. Do a spoof on Star Wars. And Family Guy. Family Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, they both did. Yep. That's where the... <laughs> I remember the Family the Guy first one. Family now. Guy once Blue <laughs> Harvest, which was the original name for the original Star Wars movie, if I recall correctly. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah like the, I said, the, name uh... for, the name for the Family Guy movie was a deep cut. Yep. I remember that. One of my friends, uh, what we in, he ended up buying it. We mm. winded up watching it at work. That's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was at this moment that John paid the went keeper. down about three dollars. <laughs> it was at this moment that John knew that he right, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, this is like a long time ago. Like, sure it was. Like, like when yeah, I was a housekeeper okay, sure. <laughs> uh, in a galaxy far away. <laughs> oh, okay. No. No, nope, it's not quarantine. Mm, damn. Too soon. No. Damn. Not clean enough. Can you lock yourself in yeah. the room and watch Star Wars? Like, isn't that, isn't that technically quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. I would think so. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Just saying, if you're locking yourself in a room and but, watching a movie, uh, there's probably something else going on. Where you put, right. Where you it's not Star Wars. It's watching Star Wars, like, for real. Watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> But you, uh, what else did you find <laughs> I don't out? Know what just happened to this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what? It doesn't sound like about me anymore. Okay, serious time. Go. All right, I'm back. <laughs> oh, he's Hello. back. Oh, there you go. Okay. Ah, back again. And everything shuts off okay. on me for some reason. Okay. But was no, there anything that, else that you that found out? It. I know that you're... That makes me excited that they're actually expanding the universe. I want them to expand it further. I mean, granted, we're getting Project Luminous, we're getting High Republic, and we're getting all oh, that fun stuff. About everybody. You there? Oh. All right. No, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, continue. Yes, the universe. Okay. Go on ahead. Expand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I, I want them to go further. Like, let's go to the to the um, unknown regions. <laughs> John, you're right. Okay, continue. I'm here. Yeah. I'm what just, are you listening yeah, to? I'm, listening. I'm, to, I'm not saying. Yo. No. <laughs> this is. I'm listening. I'm, <laughs> I can't hear him. Can you hear? Him? I hear everybody. Oh, uh, I can't. Hear yeah, him. I can hear Chris. What? Is it? Just tell me what he's saying. You can't. <laughs> if I can interpret. <laughs> Hold on. You want me to translate? <laughs> yeah, be his translator. So. Um, how about the, oh, 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 Chris is gone. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. All right. This is oh, not good. Right. Are we good? Yay. Oh, peace. Yeah, yeah we're here. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> well, John, you and I did say it was going to be off the rails tonight. Yeah, we did. Like we just didn't know it was going to be this, this off the rails. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Kind of reminds me of Christian with StreamYard like, for the first okay. time. Right, when he kept on... Uh, what what was he doing? Yeah. Like with the audio or something like that? He kind of figured the audio out when he was still working, figuring out the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, that's like day one of quarantine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't Do know what the fuck I'm doing. Do any of us? <laughs> okay, cool. No. Yeah. We're just winging yeah, it, just totally. hoping that something would happen. Uh, anyhow, to finish my thought, being that she wasn't but, able to uh, hear me and she wanted no. you to translate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what I was saying is, I want them to expand further. I want them to travel further into the unknown regions. Uh oh. John, translate. Uh oh. No. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. I don't hear him. Okay. So we lost him again. Um, further uh, expansion into the universe. <laughs> the universe makes me very excited yeah. that cool. this is happening. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Well, yep. he'll, he'll come back. He'll come back, everyone. Yep. Don't worry. Well, we got it. All right. So we're just going to yep. move he'll along. Back. And then when he comes back, we'll just pop back in. Okay, the next thing I want to be able to talk oh, about was Tiger oh, King geez. with Nicolas Cage. And I'm actually happy that they actually got Nicolas Cage oh. to 
Okay, he's back. Try to <laughs> work on my phone. Can you hear? Can you hear us? Oh, this is starting to really. I'll be honest, okay. starting to piss me off a little bit. Oh no. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Hey, I understand. No, it's not, it's I mean, I'm sorry. That this it's patient. Yeah, we're patient. We're, yeah. I, I'm start. I'm starting to have a Christian moment. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I don't even know who that is. But I guess that was fun. <laughs> John, was not fun. <laughs> a Christian moment. Let's just say Christian oh. goes, "Fuck this shit. I'm done with it. We're just gonna do oh. a three minute oh, show no. because I can't get this done." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much sums it up. Right, and uh, if you oh, want to go man. one step further, I could go John Campion and smash right. the smash that eight button. Oh no! <laughs> I, that's the classic collider right. moment for me. Is when he you smashed that. that button and he scared Perry so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it was because of something I wrote. I think it was, was, I think it was something I think about it was. something I wrote. Of course it was. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. Yes. But you're saying that you were yeah, expanding the universe with Star Wars. Let's go to the just home world. Let's see more of Thrawn. Let's find out where Ezra is. Like that—that's what I want to see. I want to see the continuation of Ezra and Thrawn. Like because their story for me is—it's not done yet. Because Sabine and Ahsoka. Spoilers: Rebels. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We're not going to get through. <laughs> Let's just say oh, I don't man. think it's meant oh, for us oh, to talk about Star Wars. There we are. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. But right, yeah. anyhow, okay. uh, I don't know how much of that little rant you just heard me say. But um, if you have, if you haven't seen Rebels, it's been oh. out for a few years. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hold on one second. I can hear. Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear okay. Chris? Yeah. Okay, good. I feel like we're being sabotaged <laughs> okay. by Lucas Films because they don't want you to talk about it. <laughs> so, but, uh, we love Lucas Films. They're the greatest. Uh, just not Kathleen Kennedy, but we won't go there. Um, I didn't say anything. That was him. No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how it is. Blame John. Okay. okay. I'm ready. Uh, yes. Any, Continue. I want to see Ezra and Thrawn's story finish because we have Sabine and Ahsoka that are going and looking for him. Mm. We're we're looking for Ezra. Like we're actively that's an active storyline that has not been tied off. We need to finish that. I would love to see that. <laughs> go from Basically planet have form. like a uh take a Power Rangers in space feel with the Force <laughs> Awakens feel and mash it together. You did say Power Rangers. That would actually work pretty yeah. good. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Power what do you Rangers think of that idea? To make it? Like, which Ranger, though? It depends. Which no, 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 no. I'm saying take the storyline. If, you, if you've ever seen Power Rangers in <laughs> no. space, the storyline was they were looking for Zordon because he was captured, and they were hopping, oh, yes. they were hopping planet to planet looking for Zordon. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's what they would be doing, but with Star Wars, and have Ezra be the MacGuffin like Luke was in The Force Awakens. 
I love it. I love it. If I had money, I would give it to you. I love that idea. But I don't have money. But I love it. (laughs) Like I said, I love that idea too because of the fact it gives us more of how big this universe actually is besides us going to the same plants over and over in every Star Wars film. Yeah, and I would think the universe is much bigger than (laughs) what's being portrayed on every Star Wars film. I'm like, oh, great, this place again. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, let's get creative. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, I'm tired of tattoo yeah. uh, tattooing. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be more to this universe. And I'm glad that even though Force Awakens gave us a new planet, even though it went <laughs> mm. kind of Ocean's Eleven in space, at least they actually I, I stand yeah. by saying that you know? Rogue One was the strongest film to come out of Disney. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. It's the sequel. It's the and and sequel. also, I—I'll be honest. Episode four was down on the list for me with like Phantom Menace and Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones. But now, since Rogue One's out, I can watch Rogue One go straight into Episode four, and it enhances Episode four for me so much. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how everybody else feels about that, but that's well, definitely. I just like Darth Vader, so of course I like Rogue One. But yeah, like you said, the story right. the storyline is really <laughs> interesting in it. So yeah, I like the droid in it. I like the way the story went. Um, yeah, everything is on point. Yeah, same here. I really love this. And having yeah. it where they're trying to steal the blueprints and everything and have this like Mission Impossible kind yeah. of feel to it. Is it wrong I like for it. me to say that I had um, the Mission Impossible theme playing in my head while they were at the end there at Scarif? No. Like, I had that. I had the theme playing in my no. head the entire time. <laughs> Granted, Star not. Wars music was playing. I In my brain, I was hearing Mission Impossible. <laughs> I can hear. I can definitely hear that though, as they're going through that whole entire sandy area. On no, that I'm beach, talking when they're actually in the ba- when they're back. in the base. Yeah. Oh, okay, and the base itself. Okay, okay. I'm thinking of another scene. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, most definitely, especially when you think of the droid being yeah. over there knocking uh, <laughs> the guard out. <laughs> that that made me think of. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Who is Tom Cruise in all this? All right. Now we got it on the phone, so we shouldn't have any issues. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. But uh, is is there anything else that you wanted to add to the Star Wars? No, that that was it. That was was pretty much everything I wanted to hit being up on that list. I thought that would be an interesting thing to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I do appreciate that, man. Uh, like I, I said, know. I didn't know any of that stuff actually Anything. broke. I thought it was I'm just one of those things. Educated by both of you guys, so <laughs> thank you. Well, we're here Before to educate. Before you jump into the next topic, real <laughs> quick, John. But I'm actually making this. Yeah, I kind of sort of made the announcement on FCN today. But, um. Okay. I, I did my project, so. one of them that 
I have it done. I did the uh, from 1970 to last year the top grossing movies per year. And uh, yeah, because I wanted to see if Christian wanted to use it for like what decade had the best flavor, like the strongest decade for movies. There's some yeah. surprise. Yeah. Oh. There's some surprises. Uh oh. I bet it's the 80s. Yeah, he made us. Well, yeah. I saw the list on his Twitter where he basically made a list from 1970 all the way up to nine, the 80s with the top grossing Is it the movies 80s? during that time. No, yeah, I mean, 1970s the to the 80s. Movie. Is it in the 80s? Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. 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 Uh oh. Uh, but yeah, 74 Blazing Saddles was the top grossing film. What? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Like, I, I never would have thought Blazing Saddles would have been a top grossing film. No, me. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I thought that was like a yeah. cult okay, favorite well, or something, you know? Here's a mind blow for you. I didn't expect it to be that 1984. Big. Take a guess what the top grossing film is. Uh, what do you I don't think know. I can't. Me? I was born in '84, so let me. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in '85. So. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop and Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, dang man. Oh yeah, those are one two of my favorite Which one movies. Do you think too. at the top? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I'm gonna have to go. It's Beverly Hills Cop. I'm gonna yeah. go with Ghostbusters. Five dollars. I always it thought me. it was Ghostbusters. <laughs> Same because of the popularity and everything Here's else around it. Here's one for you. It's gonna make you cringe. Year two thousand, Mission Impossible two. What's that? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be one of the few people that said <laughs> I enjoyed one. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dang man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, there can only be one. The hill you want to die on, John. <laughs> I was thirteen. I was like fifteen <laughs> in high school, and I saw that movie. Come on, you know, like the part where John Woo is directing it. And of course, he loves his doves and everything and his birds. But you didn't like the whole entire thing where he's Tom Cruise is on the motorcycle and he hits somebody upside the head with the motorcycle. I didn't with, like the, the back tire. Was it a that was actually pretty cool. Or was it Limp Biscuit? Yeah, it was Metallica, oh, yeah. Butthole Surfer, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah that's I had the that soundtrack. I actually it. had that soundtrack. Sorry, not sorry, John. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, he's he's out no, again. I don't think he liked the away. fact that like Thanks Mission Impossible too. We getting knowledge on this show. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, yeah John, John you, you shouldn't John, have I'm made talking that. To. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about John Woo. Don't be bringing John Woo up in this. <laughs> I was throwing him out in the bus. Okay, poor John Woo.
No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm the nicest person I know. Oh, he's that. <laughs> those are just a couple of surprises that yep. I saw in there. It's like, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Like, 90... Here's one more, 95. Yeah, I didn't Avengers. even expect that. Oh, that's my favorite one. I can yeah. see that because I remember the hype surrounding that. Me too. But I remember uh, when I was in Boston with all the uh, advertisements for that movie and the way it blew, no mm. offense, the Ooh. way it blew up. But <laughs> the, <laughs> way, <laughs> the way. The way. The <laughs> but the way that it just exploded onto the screen and everything and the way that the film was done <laughs> yeah yeah you did no. well I'm just we saying it's popular <laughs> that's why I always comment <laughs> that's true get off the stage yeah my dad jokes <laughs> I'm not even a dad yeah but yeah thanks for yeah, but yeah I mean, think, I'm doing yeah, a tournament right now. I'm doing the 1970s. What I'm going to do is I'm going to see which one reigns supreme at the end. And aliens. Actually, aliens oh. is not on this list. What? Aliens is not on this list. What? I don't understand. <laughs> it is crazy. It's absurd. The only thing that's alien related is ET. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, yeah, it's not. It is a good classic. Three men and a baby in 87. Three men and a baby in 87. Are you what kidding was me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that must have been a slow year. Wow. Damn. So, yeah. Anyhow. Wasn't Tom Selleck in that? Uh, I don't remember. Was he? And Richard, uh, I didn't mean to go into that rabbit hole, but that's, mm. that's what I'm working on right now. So mm. uh, I want to see what everybody's opinion is on the. Um, All right. But no, I really. the strongest decade in movies is. Uh, I'll be very, very curious when all this is said and done. Seems like it'd be the 80s, right? Well, here's the Same. 80s. I... Being that you said that. This is 80 to 89. Okay. Empire Strikes Back, Raiders okay. of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. E.T., Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop. Did you cut out? But, uh, oh, I was like, oh, man, that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, he cut out again. We lost him again. They come out in the 80s, right? See, that's the thing. I, yeah, the 80s. I don't, yeah, yeah, that's where it I came out in the 80s. Was more than alien movies. But it was, it's like, I saw Alien. And then I was like, wait, there's Aliens. So it's like, one, two. I'm like, can we do like Aliens one, Aliens two, Aliens three? Oh, okay. Oh, he's oh, back. Okay. So anyway, like I was saying, nope, can we he's do not like back. a light? Like, I thought know he was. Yeah, because it's like aliens. Right, I get what you're saying. Because different. (laughs) Right. 
because it's more yeah, than but one. Yeah, they could at least now. say it's like not Alien One, when we were catching title and Alien Two. Like they put Alien Three. Right. Why couldn't they just do Alien Two? Right. Oh, he's been, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how far did I get on that list? What was that? Oh, uh, ET. Uh, what part did you leave what off? I yeah, forgot. E. It was ET. Jedi. Yeah. Then Barrel. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So anyway, I hear you. Oh, okay. I don't. Oh boy. There's something in the air up here tonight. Okay. Animals are acting crazy. Technology's acting up. There's something here in Pennsylvania. Oh, I think it's because we're getting ready. Is it a... I think it's because we're getting ready to open our state back up again. That's oh. my opinion. Mm. Is there like a full moon? I wouldn't be surprised. No idea. But uh, so, eighty-four is Beverly Hills Cop. Then we go back to the. Uh-oh, Back to the Future. Probably like one Back to the Future 1. 2 yep. came out in... What, what yeah. year did 2 come out? Yeah, because that was in 85. Right. Okay. The, 1985 was when the, the first one came out. The second one came out. 1989 came out. Okay. It came out in part, part 2 came, in, it came out in 89. Mm, and then 1990 was part anyway. three. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, sure. You like Mission Impossible I like too, that movie. so who can trust you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to my aliens argument. So why couldn't they just put? I don't like a zero. Two. All right. They got three, right? And then they do like aliens. <laughs> right. They got aliens resurrection. Yeah, aliens you know, resurrection will be the one. third it's one. Like aliens three. What it just said three. Right? No? Uh, hold on. One second. Let's see what's happening here. Okay. <laughs> so, you were talking yeah. about aliens again, and Alien Resurrection was the third one. I don't know. Okay. I'm just pissed that they did that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> To me, it didn't make any sense because of the fact that part one, they're fighting multiple aliens. And yeah, for them there to was, there was aliens three, and then there's aliens resurrection. I think aliens resurrection was the third one, if I'm not mistaken. Or you're the one with the... Uh... Oh, yeah. It's alien. <laughs> aliens with an S. <laughs> aliens three, aliens resurrection. I think Prometheus, Alien, Alien Covenant. I want to say that's right, but then I'm looking at Wikipedia, which is hit or miss. Right. <laughs> and Josh Whedon did Alien Resurrection. Huh. Well, this is Wikipedia. So. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the third one was just called Aliens 3. Uh. Then after Aliens 3 was Resurrection. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Yeah, I'm pissed about So, yeah, that's yeah. what's up. But anyway, I like the series. Um, <laughs> Like I said, I saw, Ali- I saw Aliens, and I thought that was the first one. And then I got kind of confused because they were going back like, oh, you know, my crew, 
um, they didn't make it. And I was like, what crew? <laughs> That's when I figured out, oh, there's another movie before this. Okay. Because <laughs> I knew a lot of stuff didn't make sense. I'm like, why doesn't she trust um, droids or what they call droids, right? No. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, why, like, why didn't trust... she trust droids? What's what's wrong with her? What did the droid do to her? But if you didn't see Alien, then you wouldn't have known right. why she doesn't trust them. <sighs> oh, okay. Right. But I like Prometheus. Oh, here's Chris. Okay. Can you hear me? What do you mean it was okay? It was Prometheus good. was Alien good. Oh, it was okay. okay. It was creepy, but it was okay. <laughs> I fell asleep in bed. <laughs> we fell asleep. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Snooze, snooze best movies for me. <laughs> but. Okay. Uh, what was like the last movie that you were trying to name off? Was the biggest? Yeah. Movie for me? Uh, I know that you were mentioning 85, some of the 85 other 85 was Back to the Future. Then we had Top Gun, Three Men and a Baby, Rain Man, and then Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade to close out the 80s. Nice. So, I mean, the 80s 80s weren't bad. To me, it made sense. Yeah, we did. It's just surprising. Like the movies that when you think of the 80s, they're not on the top of the list, they're not at the top of the heap. No, because you know, Three Men and a Baby was like the last thing yeah, I would think of that would exactly. actually be the number one box office grossing. Did Beetlejuice you know? come in? No, there's no Beetlejuice. I but, was expecting no. that. I was expecting Batman. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that was I was also thinking right? Batman. Right. No, yep. Indiana Jones. That was the first movie I saw as a kid. Wow. What about Moonstruck? Was that one? Nope. <laughs> Dang. But, um, oh, but yeah, I wanted to talk about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's supposed yep. to be this Joe Exotic. You saw the yep. little clip I gave you, huh, Chris? A little snippet? <laughs> My question is this: to both I don't know Do much about Tiger Nicholas King, Cage but uh, knowing Nicholas Cage from Face Off, uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. And Con Air, I could see him throwing in some Con Air with it, with that Southern yeah. accent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could see. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to like, think. I don't know about this. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he'll be good, Joe Exotic, or uh, what's the other guy's name? That's like a doctor. The one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The one that was. Oh, okay. I'm gonna fill Chris in on this thing too. But there's a doctor on the show that was taking an 18 to 20 year old women and training them to be uh, okay zookeepers yeah. at, at a tiger had to dress uh, up ranch, in tiger basically. And, That's a little odd. And get boob jobs. Yeah. 
They got boob jobs. They also yeah. married the right. doctor, supposedly. <laughs> He's like, I don't see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> right, Chris is like, hey, this is a win-win situation here. <laughs> then um, uh, Joe also put bitch. a hit on this no, woman named Carol Baskin. I do, I do have, I do have <laughs> a, a little bit to say about her. Uh, did you hear that she got duped? Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. What do you mean by two, that? Two people that had a podcast. Okay. They went and they uh, did like a Zoom call or mm-hmm. whatever for uh, to Carol Baskin saying that they were part of the Late Late Show on NBC. And she gave them a full interview. <laughs> and they put it up on her podcast. She had no clue that they were fakes. <laughs> and she gave a full unfiltered interview with these two. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I can just see her, yeah, I killed my husband. Yeah, she did. She wanted a full, <laughs> I fed full, him to the tiger. Uh, no holds bar interview with these two, thinking that she was part of a uh, late television show they didn't even ask for credentials or anything mm-hmm. that's funny mm-hmm. she needs a publicist <laughs> that's, that's funny <laughs> yeah, yeah it's for people not to go backwards on you but I found some more information <laughs> on detours Co-creator Seth Green confirms that 39 episodes okay. had been completed and more than 60 scripts have been finished. So. Oh, wow. That that makes it even better that Seth Green is in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, actually pretty game. neat that he actually wants to put his little two, his two cents in. Right, it's it's gonna be different to see his spin on it, you know. I would actually, I wouldn't mind someone that's different <clears throat> to give a creative look on it. But, Anyhow, back on track. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> but uh, with the whole Carol Baskin thing and everything, and with Joe Exotic, I think that. Nicholas Cage would actually be someone that I could see playing Joe, especially with the mullet, the crippled, the crippled uh, hip or leg, and everything else. Talking about that southern yeah. accent like he did with yeah, the two uh, lovers, Connor. Or two I could definitely see him doing that. Yeah. No, right? he was, but and he wasn't even gay. Weren't gay. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The husbands weren't gay. Yeah, they just did that just yeah, so that way they can get a house, drugs, get room and board, basically, <laughs> and a car and a truck. Yep, because uh, one was yep, because they were one, heroin addicts, yeah, I believe, the right? One was a meth or addict, meth. who killed himself. Um, meth. The other one <laughs> had that tattoo. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, he went to the extreme to get Joe's name tattooed on his body, Chris. Dang, man. You got property of Joe Exotic on your body and you're not gay? <laughs> Dang. That's commitment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're not even gay. <laughs> you're not even gay to do it. So I have a I have a tidbit here <laughs> that's interesting. But what do you think about that though, Chris? Okay. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Are you here? Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't hear John though. Uh oh, John, he okay. can't hear you. Yeah, go on ahead. I translate. You can't hear me? <laughs> okay. Can we talk Space Force, please? <laughs> he said you can continue. But you can continue. <laughs> can we talk Space Force? Space Force. Can we that talk trailer space? was amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, he said he hasn't seen it. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Uh, we lost somebody again. Okay. Talk about Space Force, John. I think I'm just going to... Oh, okay. Dang. I don't know anything about Space Force. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, um, what I might do is I might just cut this part and everything and just do our top 10. Just skip the movie, uh, a new segment and go from there because, yeah, this is just you know what I'm saying? It's just a back and forth thing. Oh, no, that's fine. So, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) As your interpreter, all right, (laughs) me too. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, but I'll do right. So what I'm going to do okay. is I'm going to go on ahead. I'm going to send out another invite. Oh, uh, okay. Because we're okay, all crossing cool. the hour marker. Yeah, sure. So that way we can start off fresh. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. I'm just waiting on Tamika right now. Let's see. I'm hoping this works better. <laughs> Me too. I'm hoping. When I told her what we'll do is, I might, we're just going to go ahead and skip the whole movie news segment and go with the top ten list. Okay. Just to make it easier. Yeah. You know, since we're having a little bit of issue problems, so I don't think that should be a problem, huh? Yeah, I think it's a little on my end for some reason. I don't know what the hell is going on. I've tried a bunch of different things. I think it's just the gremlins in the system or something. It's something. Let's see. I'm going to see if she's going to see if she got the invite. Now, are you guys doing 1 to 10 or 10 to 1? Uh, we do it normally like 1 to 10. All right. All right. Yeah, I didn't know if you, which direction you were going in. That's okay. Well, uh, you're waiting for her. I got to check on kittens real quick. Yeah, go on ahead. Do what you got to do, man. I got it. Uh, we can take it from here for a little bit until you get back. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to be waiting for Tamika. So while I'm waiting for her, I'm going to go on. 
Okay, she's oh. back. Hello. Yeah. All right. Hey. Back in the so, house. So, so Chris has to go and check on something real quick. Okay. So, what I told him was, we'll go on ahead and talk about our number ones, and um, then when he gets back, he can talk about his number one. One. Tom Hanks movie. Yep, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks movies. They're on number one already. Yeah, we do one to ten. Oh, you're going that way. Okay. Yeah, I'm going from one to ten. Oh, well, change it up mm-hmm. on me. Okay. <laughs> well, we can go to ten to one if you want. No, I have no problem with that. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what's your number one? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. Uh, Gump. Okay. Would be my number one. Um, it's a movie unlike any other movie I've ever seen. Um, the acting is great. Um, what's her name from Princess Bride is in it. What is? Oh, her I know name? who you're. Yeah, I know who you're. Um, Robin the play. Robin Wright, right? Yeah, Robin Wright. Yeah. So she's in it as Jenny, who's this complex being um, that you kind of like want to tell as far as, hey, man, you know, you need to dump her and you need to get rid of her because she's ruining your life. But, you know, far as see something in her, um, it just shows how you can overcome adversity or even if you're born with a certain type of disability, that shouldn't hold you back because you can do anything. Right. I agree with you. I mean, I love that whole entire aspect where you actually have someone that has a disability mm-hmm. and he's trying to do, and he's like the underdog. You're rooting for him. You're wanting him to succeed. You're wanting him to get with Jenny. Yeah. You're wanting Jenny to be with him before is because you believe in your heart. That's where she, where she belongs because Forrest mm-hmm. always respected Jenny. He always cared about Jenny. And then also too, whenever he joins the army and then he gets shot in the butt, that made me laugh. <laughs> that that part was so comical. And then, yeah, go on. Oh, no, go ahead. I also like the part where he goes, Lieutenant Dane, I got you uh, got you some ice cream. <laughs> Lieutenant Dane. Ice cream. <laughs> Dan and Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's a running joke me and my dad have because Forrest Gump is the family movie. Um, whenever we see a car or we're walking, you know, in the crosswalk, we'll be like Lieutenant Dan, you know, when he like lifted up his bottle of liquor and then he was like, come on, come on, come on, you know, you remember that scene? Yeah, I remember like, that. Far, that was yeah, great. Yeah, was like pushing him and he's like, I'm walking here. And he's like, come on, come on, come on. And then Forrest was like, yeah, and Lieutenant Dan was saying he liked to exercise, and then he was like turning a bottle of liquor up because that was his exercise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, uh, my favorite part was like, whenever he goes on ahead, takes apart the gun and pick, puts it back together really fast. He goes, I'm done, drill sergeant. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was so awesome! It and then was. they had the it... restaurant too, right? Like bubble gum, bubble that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> Bubba Shrimp uh, Company. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I wanted oh, to eat there. Oh, you said something, Chris? Huh? Bubble gum shrimp. Yeah, yeah. 
Matter of fact, we actually have a restaurant out here. Oh, really? With Bubba Shrimp. Yeah, we actually have a Bubba Shrimp restaurant. Damn, we're so lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should be in a cosplay as far as Gump. (laughs) Get you some Nikes, man. (laughs) You can run. Right? Can you hear me okay, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure you can hear me and everything, and everything's fine. But, okay. Um, another thing that I want to mention too that I liked about was the soundtrack to this movie. The soundtrack is just great. Mm, yeah, it is. Because I love that whole entire oldies feel to it, where every I'll single. I'll be honest. Like, I don't remember much out of Forrest Gump. Really? That that movie's a classic. It is. I mean, really it beats Shawshank Redemption out of the best picture. Oh, I didn't know that. Dang. Yeah, it Ooh. it be Shawshank Redemption. Man, out. that's the second family movie. <laughs> second family movie. <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. We all gather Watch Tim Robbins as he tries to survive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> prison. Mm. Coming soon. I mean, he did his <laughs> best, see. though. He did kind of survive prison. Right. True. He broke out. But... You know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. He broke out. Yeah, I'm just joking. But, you know, I really like Forrest Gump. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I really like the soundtrack. I felt like every song went with uh, what Forrest was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like the college with the, the song that they actually chose when he went to college. And then also, too, my other favorite thing, too, was... Uh, when he met JFK, and he's peeing. <laughs> Wait a minute! Because of all the Dr. That Peppers, bad. you're gonna have to go back through that. <laughs> he met okay. JFK. He and had he's too many doctors. He had too. <laughs> you're gonna have to go back. <laughs> okay, okay. Basically, he winds up taking too many Dr. Peppers. He goes to the bathroom, but he goes, "I gotta pay." So he shakes hands with the president and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> that part right there made me laugh. Yeah, it's like, I believe he said he got to go pee. Pee. <laughs> and that was innovative, too, how they right. took the historical footage and then kind of mashed, matched it with, um, like, Tom Hanks and his character. So I exactly. think that hasn't been done before. I mean, when that before that movie came out. No, not really. Yeah. It really hasn't. If you think about it, that was like the, the very first time that they have actually done something like that yeah. to where it actually matched in with the history and everything, too. And there was like an interactive between the character and the old footage yeah. to the point where you actually thought that Forrest Gump was actually a real person. Yeah, you could pretty much show Forrest Gump in a history class. It's <laughs> 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 a timeline. This, some- well, get this. In my history class, they actually did show Forrest Gump. Mm. So mm. <laughs> they did do Those my teacher did teachers. do that. <laughs> that hey, was, was the teacher wanting to watch a movie. Yeah, seriously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like what, when I was what, in what high school. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when I was in high school and we were talking about the Holocaust, they're like, Schiller's List, play. I was like, what? (laughs) We're not going to teach you. Steven Spielberg's going to teach you today. He taught me a lot. (laughs) That's like my geography teacher one time. He goes, you know what, guys? It's a good day to cheat. Hmm. So 
everybody cheat. Oh wow! Everybody's just looking at everybody's just looking at each other like, is he yeah. for real? And he's like, and then everybody's just going on ahead trying to answer the question. He goes, I gave you permission to cheat. Oh. Yeah, he goes, I gave you permission to cheat. Now that I gave you permission to cheat, you don't want to cheat. Huh. So so he goes, cheat, everybody. So that's what everybody did. Huh. I don't trust that. But <laughs> <laughs> we all got A's. Huh. Was he about to quit his job? Because <laughs> that's no. all the He just didn't feel like dealing with it. Oh, right? Huh. But, you know, back to Forrest oh, okay. Gump and yes. everything. They, um. My other favorite part was in the dorm with Jenny, mm. and he tells Jenny, he goes, and they just got done having mm. sex, and and he tells her, I'm sorry, Jenny, I didn't mean to get spots on your robe. Oh, is that what he said? No, yeah. he didn't have sex. No, yeah. he touched her boob, and he's like, oh, I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, yeah, he ejaculated. Okay, that's right, that's right. That's and right. he's like, I'm starting to but, see spots. Right. No. Well, he says, "I'm sorry, Janet. I didn't mean to put spots on your friend's robe." And she goes, "It's okay, Forrest. It's my roommate's oh, robe." Oh man, I gotta go yeah. and see that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those faint lines that you can barely hear. You actually have to pay very close attention to because you're too busy laughing. So you're definitely gonna have to check that part Damn, out. <laughs> but you said that was your number yes. one. Okay. What's your number one, Chris? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Okay. What, what's your number one? The Green Mile. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. All right. That's actually my number three. So yeah, it's on my list, off. too. Okay. Go on ahead and talk about it. Every time I watch it, I, I'm trying to think who the... Uh, the one guard is the one guard is really nasty. Can't think of his name. Can't think of the actor either. But every time I see the movie, I just want to jump through the movie and just want to throat punch him. I don't remember who the main guard is, but I know the actor did a phenomenal job playing that kind of a douchebag uh, of a uh, and of a character. Hank's not wanting to perform the execution there at the end. In knowing that he was innocent, how do you not feel for that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those moments that just, I haven't watched the Green Mile in a long time, mainly for the fact that it's such a long ass movie. But I mean, damn, the performances, I, the performances stick out. Uh, Michael Duncan Clark. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I wish he was still around. Me too. For a big guy, he Me was too. A great actor. Yeah. He brought so much emotional energy into that character and gave us that emotional attachment to that character to make us care. Well, about even him. in Armageddon, you take him in Armageddon. He was like, he's the character that I gravitated to in Armageddon. Oh. I can see his that. voice like, too. What made you as yeah. bear? Like his voice and everything, he talks really deep. This dude, he's my wingman. Fuck with me in a bar once. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I, I really love. I don't know why I said Talladega Nights. That's all I remember. 
I liked him in Telegate Nights. I thought he had great comedic timing. Don't you bring that devil in here, Bobby. Rick and Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) Rest in peace. He he was just... That whole cast was just insane. I gotta look up that guard. That guard, that's gonna annoy me now. I I gotta know the name of the actor. Okay. But I'll talk about Green Mile a little bit while you do that. But yeah, I love the Green Mile and I also like the mouse too. I think I looked at was it Doug Hutchinson? Percy? No, that's not right, right? It's like Percy. Yeah, I don't know. James Cromwell was the warden. Okay. Okay. If it's Doug Hutchinson, then he looks like a douchebag in real life, too. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember. I think he married some young girl, too. David Morris. Oh, he married a teenage bride. Marrying teen bride, Courtney. Uh, let's see. Trying to find a good picture of them here. Okay, if I find a picture of them, I can link them up with IMDb. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Go ahead, John. Oh. Okay, but I like the whole entire aspect where you actually have, at the very start of the film, where you have like a very old character watching a film, black and white film, and then it flashes back to the time that he was young when he first started working in the jail jail cell. I'm going back to that, um, Michael, going back to Michael Clark Duncan, and reflect. It's like basically self reflection mm-hmm. on the things that ha- that went wrong in that jail cell that it could have actually been prevented. You know, it's like, well, what if what if I did this right? What if I what if I actually you know, fought a little bit harder than what I needed to for that prisoner instead of letting, taking that life, you know? Or any life for that matter. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I cry every single time when I see my Clark Duncan crying on that screen. My heart just tears me up. And then, also, too, the, like I said, the uh, the emotional level of that film and everything will just eat you at your Mm. heartstrings. It will. Percy Percy Wetmore is the secondary antagonist in the 1996 novel The Green Mile by Stephen King. Yeah, Doug Hutchinson. Okay. Is that Doug? Uh, He is portrayed by. Hang on, I'm looking for the actor here. Yep, Doug Hutchinson. Yeah, this is when it married a teenage girl. Doug Hutchinson, and then John, I sent you a picture too. Uh, the one holding the gun, he's also another one that I can't see. Okay. I can't think of who he is. I don't think he was in it terribly long. No, he wasn't. He played like a little bit part, I believe. Like a little small part. Yeah, like midway through or something like that. Like you were right. there and gone almost instantaneously. Uh, Barry Pepper. What was the name of the mouse? 
Mr. <laughs> something. Mr. Jiggles. Mr. Something. Jangles. Jangles yeah, Mr. Jangles. Jangles. Yeah. I loved that the mouse was even a character for yeah, the Yeah, he was going to go to the circus, right? Was he going to perform in a little right. circus or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that whole entire aspect where the mouse was even a character and it was even company for Michael Clark Duncan's character. Yeah, Sam you know, Rockwell. Him visiting. Just, he scares me. <laughs> it's just amazing how bad that character was and how much you actually despise yeah. that character and the, because of that performance oh, that he man. gave. It just goes to show you that all these actors were actually 100% committed into this film and you actually feel like that you're actually there in that prison with those yeah. prisoners. Yeah, it's the, the um, it's very confining you know, um, dark and green you know, it's like how the right. color green was um, like a character too in the movie right. sometimes when you have a movie or a show that's set in one location it adds I'm going to use the Roka word gravitas mm-hmm. to <laughs> the situation to the whole story like you said the, co- the color itself basically was a character within the movie mm-hmm. now a place where that can go really bad is let's take The Walking Dead Season 2 with them being on the farm. That was just <laughs> a slugfest just to get through. Like, it just went like it never it was. <laughs> it was one of those slow-pacing... I mean, that's another thing, too, that I want to mention, too. Green Mile was also a yeah. slow-pacing film, just like The Walking Dead was a slow-pacing season. Because of that suspense that was built up for that whole entire farm scene, for to go all all ham out there, you know. Yeah. So I can actually see that comparison to The Walking Dead with the second season with the Green Mile with the slow pacing. Because it is definitely Dead got it wrong. Green Mile got it right. Yes. Right. Because right. I feel like you know I'm okay with slow pacing as long as it goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know. If it doesn't go anywhere and I'm falling asleep <laughs> after 30, 40 minutes in it, there's something wrong. But each time that the, like, as the movie keeps on going, you're invested in the characters, you're invested into what's going on. They always give you something more to actually go on. And that's actually something that I really enjoyed from the film was the fact that you're able to actually connect with the characters and you were able to actually know who's the main antagonist, you know, who's the douchebag. You know that Michael Clark Duncan's. Uh, characters very deep on a deep level and you're not sure if he's actually yeah. guilty or not and everything and you know it's just so much emotion to that movie where I didn't watch it for a while because of the whole entire thing of how emotional it is yeah you know? I understand it, from start to finish it, it can get pretty um, intense and rough to rough. to even look at after a while it's like I need to cleanse my palate or I need to do something. Right. I need to go to the bar and drink. Yeah, you need to watch right. something like Thor riding a rock yeah, or something. Yeah, see, right that's happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spe- Let's oh. see. Speaking of happy, from my number one, I've actually got the movie <laughs> Big on here. I did not like that and... at all. I did not like that movie <laughs> at all. <laughs> I love it. I love that movie. 
I'm not really. You'll find with my list, I'm not really a fan of his early stuff. Oh yeah, his early stuff is kind of rough because before this show, I actually right. found. Uh, I think it's called Money Pit, and that it came out '87, and that's on Netflix. Yeah, and I think I got in about 20 minutes, and I was like, oh boy, oh jeez, Ian, yeah, <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I. I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that way about that movie because I couldn't get into that one. But for me, for big, it's like the representation of us as a 10 year old kid that you see all the popular kids with their girlfriends and everything. And you're wanting to be like that popular jock to where he, where you actually feel like that you have, like he has everything and you feel like that you're actually missing Mm -hmm. something in your life. So your only thing is you go down to a Zoltar machine and, at the carnival and you can wish for yourself to be big. You just don't know that how big. That machine scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that that machine is definitely scary. I don't see how that kid didn't get scared by going up to it. And it's not uh, even plugged in. I'll be honest. I'm, I didn't think those machines actually truly existed because I never saw one in real life. Uh, until they had one on Liberty Mutual commercial here a couple of years ago. It's like, oh, those things actually did it. Uh. But they actually do have one too, because aside from that, because that could have actually been used for a prop from Big. But another thing too is I was watching this uh, Omar episode from YouTube who actually does Haunted Adventures. And he they actually went to like a Haunted Arcade. And then the haunted arcade, there was a Zoltar machine. Oh. Nice. And yeah, it was it was scary because of the fact that lights were going off and everything. Nobody knew what was going it was on. Almost like something Zach would have in his uh, museum in Las Vegas. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, that's what I loved about it was the fact that Tom Hanks got to do everything he wanted to do and live the life that he wanted to do. And then he looks back and sees that he's actually Mm -hmm. missing out on his childhood. And he feels like he actually, in fact, he thinks about this as he's going through the school. It's like, I'm missing out on my childhood. I'm being an adult before it's actually time for me to be an adult. And I'm growing up too fast. Rather than taking my time, but I love the arcade. I love having the trampoline in the house. In that I house. don't even want to tell my story. <laughs> you already told your story. Kristen here. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, go ahead. Tell it. Oh, I don't want to tell it. This is your story. But anyway, uh, it's not like a million people are listening. Uh, <laughs> no, they used to have that prop when they were uh, when Big was coming out on VHS at Blockbuster. They had the keyboard prop, and I used to jump on the prop uh, back and forth. And all the adults would be like, oh, "Whose child is this?" You know. And I think I broke it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> She might have just slid across the keyboard yeah. just like Tom yeah. Hanks did yeah. in the movie. Broken. But I know this is partly yeah, on your big, list too, though, Tamika. Yeah, yeah, I know that you like this. Yeah. I already told my embarrassing story. 
<laughs> okay. So we're now at okay. number two. So whoever wants to go, you can guys can go. Uh, catch me if you can. Oh, that's a good one. That was a good one. I'm not big on Leo, but that was a badass movie. Oh. And it ages really it was well. Just amazing. And it ages yeah. really well for the sheer fact that it actually happened. Yeah, that's right. It did happen. I forgot yeah. about that. Yep. Based on a true story, yeah. somebody actually did do that. It was just amazing how he could just get away with so much. Like, oh, I'm a what was he like a pilot? Oh, I'm a pilot today. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, they're both still alive too. They are? Oh my gosh. I believe. I believe Why? they are. Is he still working for the um FBI? I wonder <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> but I like the fact that you know it was Tom Hanks trying to catch this guy who was just manipulating everybody. But it's like Tamika said too, it's like in our own fantasy land, it's like, okay, exactly. today I just want to be a pilot. So he just goes on head. So he just yeah, goes on head, gets a, a pilot outfit. He went to law school, quote unquote, and he was going to get married. Yeah, from- but he actually he's studied for the bar. He's still alive. Yeah. He's 72. Oh, dang. Dang. He is still around. Dang. Well, I don't think I think people can catch Ooh. him now. Get out the stage! I'm just saying. This is what he was charged with: fraud, forgery, and swindling. He spent 12 months in a French prison, but served six months. Uh, six months in a Swedish prison, 12 years in a U.S. prison, and four years. Oh. So we did do some time oh, before dang. actually working with the FBI. Yeah. Hmm. The movies lied to me. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, it does mention it at the very end that he did wind up helping the FBI. It's just that we didn't know how long he actually was in yeah, jail before he helped the FBI. Tom, yeah. Tom Hanks' character died in 2005. Oh, Aww. Guess he didn't catch him. But Ooh. I know Ooh, that. Tamika, get out of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> boo myself, boo. I can do better. <laughs> but I like the part where he actually pretends that he's Barry Allen from The Flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody even caught on to it. They don't read comics, they don't know. <laughs> it's like. No. <laughs> and then Tom Hanks is like Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Where did I hear that before? It's like he's mm, the freaking mm, flash. Mm. <laughs> and he got pissed off because he ran into him in the hallway. Yeah, I thought he was gonna catch him when they were face to face and he's like, Let me see your wallet. Because then he impersonate uh agent too. Like an FBI agent or something. Uh-huh. Did- Actually, he impersonated the agent that was actually the one actively pursuing them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, genius. Genius. Yep. 
And then that one part, too, even in the principal's office where he actually told the girl to fold the letter so that way it looks like it was actually from her parents. That was actually the beginning of it all when he was pretending to be a teacher. He did a lot of stuff. (laughs) And then he got paid for it, too. (laughs) And then... uh, they found him in Russia, right? Was that France? Uh, I think it was France that they found him. Okay. Okay, I knew it was one or the other. Like I Christmas, couldn't remember. Christmas Eve in France or something like that. Yeah, because he ran yeah. out of ways to print the yeah. money. Damn. <laughs> but I have to give the give guys the guy some credit. Yeah. He actually knew how to actually yeah. talk. <laughs> He had like five. He knew how to play the game, (laughs) right? And he actually studied to be on the bar to be a lawyer. That's actually the funny thing. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) But yeah, well, that was a really good movie. I like it. I I could definitely see why that was your number number two, two, man. That was actually good. I was struggling between putting that uh, as number one or number two. So. I could see why. Mm-hmm. Because they are both equally good. They both don't outshine each other, that's for sure. Oh, but me. What's okay. your number two? Uh, League of Their Tamika. Own. Boom. There's no crying yep. in baseball. Why is she crying? Okay. There's no crying in baseball. That's my yeah. number seven. Yeah, that's what I loved about that but movie, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that because of the fact that, you know, it was about this coach t- trying to take care of uh, this woman's uh, mm-hmm. baseball team, you know. And I like the fact that, you know, you have these pretty much you actually have different personalities on each team. On, on the team that he was working, like you actually have outcast of women. They're strong, independent, don't take no crap from anybody. You know well, what I'm saying? Except Betty Spaghetti. Some <laughs> of them. Right. But still, you actually have some strong women in this movie. That... I love the chemistry between Tom Hanks and the women and everything. It actually did feel like it was a friendship. That was formulated on yeah. the dugout. Wasn't that an actual field. league? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was an actual yeah. girls league during that time. Oh, Matter really? Fact, that was actually yeah. my number seven. Yeah, it was awesome. I love it. Did yep. Penny Marshall? Who directed that movie? Oh, that's why I was Penny crazy. Marshall did. <laughs> yeah, yeah did and Madonna was in it. And Yep. Her and Rosie McDonald used to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was Rosie McDonald. Uh, Rosie McDonald. Rosie <laughs> O'Donnell was in the movie. Damn. I can't believe I didn't catch I got tongue tied. <laughs> Rosie McDonald. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Rosie Oh, I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extended cut. You didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> it's the director's cut. Oh, it hurts so bad. It's the Snyder's cut. 
but but yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that, that's actually a pretty story good one. Arcs. Like you got the little sister looking up to her big sister and coming into her own. Um, you got like troubled marriages. You got um, sexism, all the other stuff. So yeah, so much going on. I'm just reading oh, it okay. right now. Oh, like, hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm reading right now because I've actually never watched uh, that movie because I don't like Madonna. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I understand. But it's still a good movie, though. Like, you know, I don't like Thor. I don't like um, right. Jane Foster and Thor, but, you know, I, I hang in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, for me, my number oh, two would be good. Captain Phillips. And, you know, this is actually based on a true story where the pirates actually did take over the ship and everything. I remember that. That was, mm-hmm. even, you know, it's during our era yeah. and everything. And it's just hard to believe that was actually part of history. That would have been in my top ten if it wouldn't have came out that half the movie was fabricated. <gasps> What? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, the one pirate that ended up surviving, and one of the crew members came out and said that half of what's in the movie never happened. Oh. And the, and the right, they're trying to make it into more of a yeah, the story is correlated together. And if you're going to base something off of a true story, and you're going to not even so much base it on the true story, but say that this this is an event that happened. And or inspired it off by like true events. And actually make it based on what happened. It'd be like Nicolas Cage's World Trade Center movie if they would have done a lot of things that didn't happen that day and when they went to the World Trade Center and they're like, oh, well, we don't want to tell this story because it's bland. So we're going to dramatize it up to the this story instead. It's like, nope, sorry. I I would have the same issue. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Like I can see why. I understand like when they say based on a true story inspired that some parts of it there's creative liberties, but like you said, it's half the movie. <laughs> and I I like it for what it is. I'm not saying that it's a bad move. But because we know that this was a real event that happened, like, tell us what actually happened. Don't sugarcoat the kid. Right. And not only that, but it was more dangerous than what they were actually tell- giving us on the exactly. screen, too. And I love the actor that took over the ship and everything. He was actually on uh, Castle Rock. So when it goes, look at me, I'm the yep. captain now. Uh, he was actually on the on the Castle Rock, and he's such a good actor. He also he played on Blood guy? Diamond as well. I believe so. He didn't get paid sure that much. Right? That. I want to say that? no. He yeah, that, I posted about that today. Remember, I believe. Or something like that. I don't remember, but um, I really have to say I really liked him. I like him as an actor. He actually brings 
a lot of emotion, a lot of drama whenever he's on the, on the set and everything. He brings the character out that he's supposed to bring out. So I really like him as an actor. I like Tom Hanks um, with the dramatics with it. And also, too, you're wondering if this guy's going to make it off this ship mm-hmm. and these pirates are going to secede or not. That's the biggest thing. Even though we already know what happens, but we don't actually yeah. know how bad it actually was on that ship to the extreme. And that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the actual, the actual extreme of it, you know? But I feel like it was still a little bit of the extreme, but like you, like Chris said, you need to go on here and give us the whole entire thing, not the cookie-cutter version of what it was. Yeah. You know? But anyways... Um, one of my real big pet peeves is if you have a true story movie and you don't give the true story... I'm going to dock you for that every time. Yeah. 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 That's true. Let's see. So, what's oh, uh, your number three. four? Thought we're on a three. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, number three. Number three. Yeah. Number, number three. three. Sorry. Uh, both performances. It okay. sounds like I'm reading from something, right? Uh, both performances from um, Denzel Washington and Tom <laughs> Hanks were dynamite. Um, I like seeing them both on the screen together. Um, it it came out or at the height of the AIDS movement, so it it really told a very poignant story, and um, it was really sad too, like. Like you, what we were talking about earlier with Green Mile, it's like when you see Philadelphia, you gotta go. Oh man, um, I can't watch this again. I gotta kind of take a break from this movie because it's so intense and it's. Oh, I don't know. I don't even have that many words for it, but I know it was just really great. It's one of my favorites. What? That's actually one of the movies I haven't seen before with Tom Hanks in it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I haven't seen it either. Well, um, I, if I remember, it is about this um, young up and coming lawyer from this big law firm. Um, I don't know his last name. I know his name's Andy. Um, he is secretly gay. Um, he is with his boyfriend, but I think this was before he met his boyfriend. He used to go to the bath houses, you know, whatever. Um, he contracted AIDS and he concealed his illness um, and he got fired. So the whole thing is he's suing his um, he's suing the law firm for discrimination. But they're saying they only fired him because he missed like uh, work or he messed up at work. So that's the whole thing. And then he hires Denzel Washington, who's like a rival lawyer. Um to try his case. That's pretty much the gist of it. Okay. Should I might have to check that Netflix. out whenever I have a chance. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. What about you, Chris? Uh, my number three oh, is Saving Private one. Ryan. And I'm going to be okay. really shallow on this one to say the reason it's my number three is because it killed Ben mm, Diesel. Mm, mm. That is so shallow. <laughs> yeah, I remember Ben being in there. <laughs> <Can't> Groot. <laughs> but... 
I remember, uh, I remember what, my world who, history teacher showing teacher us that in history class. <laughs> 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 he's not even teach. It's on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find this teacher. <laughs> it was for both. <laughs> well, he gave us a list of movies to check out for World War Two because it was oh, like for bonus what, test questions. What was the test on Private Ryan? So. <laughs> Damn, man. What school when did, did you go to? Die? What I need to figure out. Well, this a public school. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> There's a public I know. school. I went to you public know it's a public school. school. I, <laughs> I just told you about Chandler's list for Holocaust. <laughs> I'm like, are we supposed to read something? Right. Shoot, we watched uh, The Last oh. of Mohicans in history class. In 8th grade history. <laughs> but... <laughs> but you know, I liked um Saving Private Ryan, mm. especially whenever they arrive on the beach and they're having to run through the beach and everything, and then that adrenaline that's just going through those soldiers' minds and everything and what's going in it. That's just something that hasn't been done in cinema in a long time. The cinema cinematography is just really awesome for its time. And it was also in a double cassette oh, uh BHS tape. Oh shit. Yeah, it's like a three-hour-long movie. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan <laughs> is a drag. Like, it's in your face. It crushes mm-hmm. your soul. It spits you out, spews you up again, mm-hmm. and then shits you out of yeah, the it, it has, like, a It is an emotional roller coaster. Moments, like, when they found the guy named Ryan, <laughs> and they was like, your brother died. Oh, my God. When, oh, when did he die? He's only five. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> for, the longest, for the longest time, my top two uh, war movies was Saving Private Ryan and Gettysburg. Hmm. Yeah. Now, those are now good choices. Nineteen Seventeen, Saving oh, Private I Ryan. I want to see Nineteen Seventeen. Damn, I wanted to see that. It's really I good. To... Nin- I saw Nineteen Seventeen yeah. in the movies, and um. Yeah, in the movies, in the theaters. God, I sound like a noob. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I went and I seen it, and me and my cousin were were watching it. And normally, we don't get sucked in to movies like hardcore. And this one had us sucked in, and then there was an explosion that just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like you knew it was going to happen, and then it happened, and you like jumped halfway out of your damn seat. Like I haven't had that experience in a movie in a very long time. I can't even tell you what movie did that to me last, but oh. I loved it. I loved it to Man, death. I gotta see that one. Because I like war movies, so, yeah. yeah. 1917 should definitely be on your list. I walked out, my cousin and I both said the same thing, and John, I think I said this to you too. That wasn't a movie, that oh, was an wow. experience. Dang. Yeah, I really gotta see it now. <laughs> It's it's really great. I actually did a podcast yeah, episode will. for it. If you want to check out the review for it, but it's one of those it's one of those one shot movies, you know, and it's really good. The way it's shot, the yeah. Camera angles, I mean, it's the cinematography topic. is what just about beautiful. Dunkirk? Have you seen that one? Yeah, I have. It's no, really good. I've been wanting to. I haven't mm-hmm. got around to seeing it yet. I got a chance to watch it on Redbox of um. 
a year or two ago, and it's really good. It doesn't focus on just one person. It focuses on several different elements around the war. You you have your you uh, United States Air Force up and everything, and then you have your uh, people on the ground. It covers all the bases. And matter of fact, that's why everybody was so mad because it didn't just focus on one character. It focused on several different characters like going through several books. different things. Yeah. Right. And it has uh, Tom Hardy in it. It's I have to say um, that Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan did a fantastic job of directing Dunkirk. So for me, it's going to be Dunkirk, 1917, wow. and Dang. Saving Private Ryan for me. Yeah. We should do like a war my movie war episode. I want to be able to make a top 10 list out of that because I haven't seen a lot of war movies, to be honest, because they're mm-hmm. not exactly my flavor. But uh, I can maybe make oh, like yeah. a top yeah, five. That's good. Yeah. And that'd be, that'd be, yeah. Most definitely. Good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we can definitely do yeah. a top five, man. I'll be totally fine with that. Let's see. So that was your what? What number three? Was that three? Okay. Yeah, I already did. Uh, Green Mile was my number three. Okay. So I'm gonna go on ahead and drop down to my number four. Oh yeah. Which is Apollo 13, directed That's by Ron really Howard. Yeah. That's on Netflix. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's on Netflix right now. You can stream it. And I love the fact that, you know, you have Kevin Bacon in this movie. You have you have all the great actors in this film. And they actually give you a reason to care about these astronauts. Because, don't forget, I mean, yeah, you can make an outer space movie and not make any, any of the characters. You, you can make them one-dimensional to where the point you don't even care about the characters at all. And with this, it, they put Tom Hanks in uh, and Kevin Bacon, and I forgot about the other actors. But with the, yep, Garrison East was in it, and that's one thing that I have to say. They actually gave you a chance to actually get glued into the characters, to have that emotional attachment to the characters if anything happened to them, and stuff like that. And you're wondering if they're ever going to get home. Then you have that emo- the whole entire thing where this whole entire Apollo mission goes wrong. And like I said, you're wondering if they're want, they're able to get home. And then there's also the special effects as well, which is in the 90s, which is also something that wasn't really done that well during its time. And they actually winded up doing a fantastic job for its time in the 90s. And it was just a great time for cinema for that particular film. And I believe they actually captured the moments of those astronauts and the sadness of the fact that they couldn't mm. land on the moon because yeah. of that incident on Apollo 13. And they had to get back. So I love that whole entire aspect with that. Uh, yeah, what I about was you guys? actually kind of watching it before the show. I, oh, go ahead, Chris. I, I remember watching <laughs> it in history class. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bit. Like I remember watching that in history class. These teachers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your thoughts when you were watching it though? Like what were you thinking? I'm just saying, I'm just wondering. Ooh, look at the oh, pretty yeah. stars. They are pretty stars. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> 
And then my second thought was, wait, things are blowing up. They're in space. Things don't blow up in space because for things to blow up and to have fire, you need oxygen. Yeah. Right. You need some type of spark to make it explode. So, really, all you're going to have is like a (laughs) pop. (laughs) You're not going to have a boom. It seems like space movies always yeah, do that, like, though, they where they're blown, pop, blown out of like proportion. Could you imagine Michael Bay and doing <laughs> something in space? Like, instead of a big explosion, it's like, poop. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, Michael, what, yeah, what happened here? Really like, he's only to tone down the explosion. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you the feel for it. Like, oh, yeah, Bill Paxton was in that one. <laughs> yeah, he was in that one. Bill Paxton. Yeah, and uh, you said yeah, Bill Paxton Bacon, was. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen. Yeah. I I like the whole how they take you through yep. how the astronauts train. Uh, go into space. Um, everything was like a close up. Like putting on the gear was a close up. That was intense. Um, just saying goodbye to your family. You may or may not see them again. Yeah, everything was just amazing to me. And it was Ron Howard, so film. So, right. I don't think I've seen a Ron Howard movie that I haven't liked. To be honest. Uh... Other than the yeah, solo, other than solo. I was, I was, I was, <laughs> which is not yeah. his fault. <laughs> really, I can't really count that one. That one's kind of got an actress inside it. I blame that one fully on Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> right, and also the director before him that mm, took over. That always gets messy. Switching directors out during the production. Yep. 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 And so, prime example of that. Let's talk Justice League. Definitely. I hear But no, no. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk Justice League? It's Tom Hanks time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to no, do the rant? No, 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 no. Tom Hanks nah, will call the no, show and be like, good. what about me? This is what we're talking about me. You know. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about America's Ooh, dad. Recover he... from COVID 19. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, that's gonna I want to see a biography about that. About him recovering. (laughs) 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 But don't forget, we have uh, Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage in a movie. Nicolas Cage, get his time later. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) right. So, anyways, um, what's everybody's number four? Uh, (laughs) Sully. Oh, that's a good one too. Sully. Sully. Yep. Why do I feel like my list is completely different to yours? That's okay. I like the fact that it's different. Did, I, I the whole good. landing the plane in the river thing. Just yeah, like didn't they do that movie right after we found out about Captain Sully? Yeah. I was, it was pretty quick. It was, it was like two years. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was. Now, the only thing I, didn't I forgot how about long that was, was the fact that they did the um, mm-hmm. the the hearings. As far as I can recall, there was no hearing. <laughs> it was basically, oh, you landed the plane, you saved all these people, you're a hero, hooray, 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 ticker tape parade, move on. There wasn't right. a, but they decided to make it more for dramatic. There wasn't a, again. <laughs> um, a hearing or anything. Yeah, that's one. That's why it's number four yeah. because it would have been my number two. Hmm. But there was no hearing or nothing yeah. like that. Right, he was just called a hero, and basically, what they were trying to do was make it into a big old huge hearing where. He had to fight for his pilot license and everything and show that he wasn't drinking yep. during that time. Which none of that happened. Right. It was just Clint Eastwood doing his Clint yep. Eastwood thing. Oh, really? And it's also one of the shortest movies you that know, Clint I Eastwood has made. a black version of that called yep. Flight with Denzel Washington. It's like the same thing. <laughs> And you go backwards to where there is a trial. But he was drinking. It's Norton Coke. But he saved people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I remember that movie too. That movie is so underrated. (laughs) Uh, So, what's your number uh, four? We talked about it. So, um, the terminal was really good <laughs> right. to me. Um, for, okay. Five. Yeah, sure. Okay, five. so that'll be your All number right, five. Jump. Yeah, five. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. the terminal. Yes, I love okay. it. Uh, okay. Was so that Steven Spielberg film, right? Of course it was. Yeah. Um, I'm just. Yeah, that was, was Steven so Spielberg's film. With just how it was kind of political, though. It was like um, immigration and. He's trying to, I forgot what country he came from, but some part of Russia. Yeah, Russia. he came to the United States to yeah. um, see a jazz that, musician. Yeah, yeah. The, the name of the nation. The name of the nation is Krakosia. It was a fictional nation. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. no Sorry, I didn't fine. mean to interrupt there. I just happened to be I just happened to be looking at the plot as you're talking oh, about yeah, it because I haven't yeah. watched this. No, it's either. fine. I've um yeah, he was um he came to the United States to get an autograph of a jazz musician his dad liked. It was some type of um memento that he was collecting all these signatures of jazz musicians. Uh, some kind of way his I want to say his passport I don't know something happened where he was just trapped inside the um, um, terminal yeah the airport airport it was a civil yeah. war yep that's right the country had a civil war and he wasn't permitted to leave or go back home because mm. they didn't recognize the country yeah. anymore yeah and Stanley Tucci Tucci I think that's how you, yeah. I like him anyway in anything. Uh, whether he plays Tucci. a dick, yep. whether he plays like a sweet guy. <laughs> he is a great actor. He's definitely a great actor. 
but yeah, it's definitely a political movie if you think about it. The way that it's yeah, set it up makes you root and the way for that he can't leave the terminal or anything like that. The release date was almost eleven. Yikes. So that would explain. It was June eighteenth, two thousand four that it was released. Okay, so yeah. So that would explain the political thing around it. And it's partially inspired by the 18-year stay of Meehan, Kalimi, Nathari, and Terminal 1 at the Paris Paul de Gallo Airport in France from 1988 to 2006. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like when he was, he's in the terminal, but he makes the most of his time. Like, um, he steals all the coins to buy Burger King. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he's washing up um, <laughs> in the terminal bathrooms. Um, he's sleeping on the chairs. Uh, he's doing everything he can for his time. And he just kind of continues to position, uh, petition for himself. You know, like, I need to get this autograph. You know, I need to go outside. And they're like, you go outside. You gonna be arrested or something like that so it's kind of like you're really rooting for them but it also teaches you if you get <laughs> if you have a long layover or maybe you miss your flight what to do if you're stranded in the airport sort of right I got you <laughs> let's see for my number five, I've got Turner and Hooch. And this is his earlier work, but I like it because it's basically where, you know, it's about police officers and their dogs and everything. And Turner is just mm-hmm. his police dog, his uh, partner. And uh, Hooch is just his partner and everything. And I love the chemistry t- between... Uh, Hanks and Hooch. It's just funny as anything, especially the part where Hooch is just about eating everything in sight. He eats the car, uh, the car seat. He eats uh, the toilet paper in the bathroom. He eats his way out of the bathroom. Just about anything that he can uh, put uh, his mouth on, he eats and slobbers over everything. Uh, a movie, K-9. And, did that come out around the same time? Okay. With Jim. K9 had Jim Belushi in it, but he was with a German Shepherd. Yeah. I remember that movie. I believe it did. I believe that it did. There was a lot of dog movies that came out at that time, like Beethoven. Uh, Yeah, that came out in 89. Oh, yeah. Beethoven was in the 90s. But yeah, I just thought it was a great comedy where, you know, nobody really wanted to work with (laughs) Turner at all, so they (laughs) gave him a dog instead. So, (laughs) yeah, because I want to say Turner was actually one of those people that always complained about everything. So they just wanted him giving him like a police dog instead. Oh, so the movie is really good. It's really cute. It's on Disney Plus. Plus They can actually watch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's that I don't think so yeah 
But that is a classic. But that's what I like about Turner and Hooch. I really thought it was a cute little movie for people to actually enjoy with the kids and mm. everything. I, I still remember my mom running that movie on VHS. Yep. <laughs> but anyways, uh, oh, what's your number five? Yeah. Now? I haven't seen that one. It was the last of the Da Vinci Code trilogy. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, hearing stuff about that. I love that whole trilogy, honestly. It's middle ground for me and Tom Hanks' work, but it uh, there's just something about those movies that I I could watch all three of them back to back to back and Mm. not even care. Like, I can't put my finger on it. It's just... It just resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm religious or anything because I'm not. It's just I felt like they were really good movies. It's almost like National Treasure. National Treasure movies to me are my guilty pleasures. And I think I would put these three movies in my guilty pleasure uh, list as well. Yeah. I haven't like seen that, that one, espion- so I'm glad that you actually that And one. then you're like traveling to... Uh, I actually get that. You're in a, like a different country and there's so much action going on. Um, and the editing is just really great. So, yeah, I like those movies. Yeah, this one... This one basically waked you up. Uh hmm like you're in the moment with him, like you wake up in a hospital and you're like, oh, what the fuck happened? And then you're just, you got to figure it out like the whole way through. So you're actually unraveling the mystery with characters. And the yeah, it's like Memento, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I get from it. If I remember correctly, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, this is actually going in real time. It's not doing yeah. anything. Yeah, but you can actually look at oh, the okay. intro from the end I got of the movie you. and go back. I'm as, he's running, as he's running around trying to get answers, it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. now that part makes sense. Now this part makes sense. So, okay. So basically, shit's fucked up. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> and now we gotta fix it. <laughs> and Let's see. I have... Uh, now that I'm reading the plot of it again, because it's been a while since I've um, watched it, it's actually kind of time-worthy, honestly, because it deals oh, with the virus. Yeah. It deals yeah. with the contagion. That's how. That's scary. How close that, that is right now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was just skimming through the plot. And I, I was trying to refresh my memory on things that are going on, and the main focus of it is it deals with the virus. They got to stop the virus. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fucked up. 
Let's see, my number, I actually, for number six, I got Splash. You mean number five, right? No, this is my number six, because I already talked yeah, about my I number five. Yeah, I think I talked about the Turner Turner Hooch, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you talked about the Terminal. That was your number five. Your number five was Inferno. Yep, okay. All right, right? yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, number six was Splash for me, and this is the same reason why Christian Harloff loves Splash pretty much, Chris. <laughs> I just love the comedic timing between John Candy and Tom Hanks, and if anybody doesn't know what Splash is, it's pretty much this mermaid that comes and travels all the way to New York, and she, she winds up falling in love with Tom Hanks, and she's trying to understand our world. Mm. It's pretty much little, like like a live-action Little Mermaid, if you think about it, <laughs> but set in the 1980s. But I love the comedic timing with Tom Hanks and him, and John Candy, and especially back whenever Tom Hanks's character and John Candy's character is actually young, uh, John Candy's character is always the hustler type of person. And matter of fact, I still remember this one scene. He flips a coin, acting like he dropped the coin. And <laughs> this is on a dock. And he looks up a woman's dress. And everything. <laughs> and uh, another thing, too, was I like the whole entire Swedish accent that John Candy does. You know the scene I'm talking about, Chris? Uh... Yeah, Christian always puts it on the thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, well, penis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, Rodriguez. Yeah, nice. <laughs> small, yeah, small penis. <laughs> and they actually didn't edit that part out on Disney John Plus. They actually kept that part in. So, <laughs> right? But I'll get this. It's not okay to show like a naked woman or anything mm. like that because they edit that part out, but they have the word penis in and the movie. There is, and there is, and in one of the animated movies, there is a picture of a naked woman in the background. <laughs> oh, damn. It's the, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one with the two mice that have to save the girl. They're flying through the city. I think they're flying through Paris. If you look and you pause it at the right moment, there's a fully frontal nude picture of a woman. It's not Ratatouille. No. (laughs) No, this is an old, old classic. I can't think of this. Not the rest no. of the life of me. No, Miles, is right. it? Oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one. Of the Rescuers? Mm. I can't remember that movie. Mm. It's part yeah. of my childhood and everything, but I just can't place it right now on hand. I, I, I remember. What? Maybe it's the rescuers down under. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's when they're in Australia, right? Yeah, the rescuers <laughs> is the first one, right? And uh, that's the one that has that image in it because I didn't believe it. I heard somebody <laughs> talking about it on the playground, <laughs> the playground when I was at elementary school. 
I'm not kidding you. So I went home and I put that tape in and I got to that part and I frame by framed it. And sure enough, there's a picture in a window. <laughs> oh, genius. <laughs> <laughs> that was too funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, but... I just ruined anybody's childhood. I just enhanced it one way or the other. <laughs> But what is um your number six, Chris? Angels and Demons. Uh, okay, that's actually the sequel to... Uh, Dante's uh, yeah. Sarah, uh, The Vinci Code. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, right. One. It's the second one in the franchise. Okay. Yeah, uh, again, like I said, not religious or anything. Just for some reason, it just resonated with me. Uh that one also seemed like it was. It went more for the gore factor than the rest of them. Like, cause I remember people having arms cut off and was crucified in the middle of the street, and I think one person had their eyes gouged out. And it, it was definitely interesting. It was basically them looking for a serial killer through the Catholic Church mm. in uh, the Vatican. Oh, okay. It was, it was definitely interesting. <laughs> and it, it ends up being who you don't think it would be. So, I'm not going to give anything away on that because it's one of the movies that yeah. it's definitely better for you to figure it out as well. Right. So, what's your you talking to me? What's your oh, okay. Six? <laughs> John, you gotta give names Mika. now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're like so, well, number six. I said so Chris like... before, so you're the only one left. You're on number. Okay. One time. <sighs> okay. Uh, Bridge of the Spies. Is... Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I'm just I remember. Read a I remember that movie. It. I was, you know, because <laughs> I like the movie, but describe like explaining it is kind of complicated. Uh, basically, during the Cold War, um, this U.S. pilot gets captured because um, he was in a spy plane. Um, he gets captured and to um he's sentenced sentenced ten years in prison in the Soviet Union. Um and there's a New York lawyer uh who's recruited by the CIA to negotiate his release. But then some kind of way in the US we have some Russian spy we captured. So it's kinda like both spies are captured but in different countries. And Tom Hanks the CIA recruited Tom Hanks as the lawyer um, um, to, um, I guess, give some kind of clemency to the Russian spy so that they can release the American spy. It's like uh, espionage, and then it's like, it's kind of complex, but I I like those type of movies, you know. 
Yeah, especially when they go to different countries. Exactly, because you get to see yeah. what other yeah. countries actually live, how they actually interact with yeah. each other. So I like the it direct by else. Steven Spielberg, which, you know, it means it's great. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I bought the movie, so yay. yay On me. a certain aspect. <laughs> right. Right. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I still haven't seen that movie. That's something I need to actually check out. It's very engaging. It was a good movie. I just never got around to actually seeing it. Like scene by scene, you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, shit. They captured him? Oh, crap. What? How's he going to get out of this? You know? And I think it was based off a true story, too. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember whenever they said that yeah. it was actually based off a true story when they were making yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like he was doing this based off the news reports that I remember pilot. reading back then. Um, but we, the public didn't know that. All they saw was he's representing this Russian spy and he's a traitor and he's doing all this work behind the scenes and he's putting his family through hell. Um, right. But yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I already talked about my number seven. So I'm going to let you two talk about okay. your number seven. I'm going to let Chris go first and then it'll go back over to you. Over to you, Tamika. <gasps> oh. All right. This sort of shares back that I find it fascinating and it told the story of how they pursued to get the right to Mary Poppins. Like that, oh. And the scene was, really... was great. Like, yeah, like Colin Farrell as amazing. her dad, when he's giving that speech for like bankers, I cringed for the little girl. I was like, oh, damn, man. Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much of it's true. I mean, I'm looking here to see what they have, mm. like any discrepancies. And it looks like there's like maybe three or four things that they either changed or they completely missed. So it seems like it's a pretty faithful recreation to uh, what was done and what was said. Yeah. And Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney, I mean, that just just reeks of awesomeness. I agree. I mean, I love I love Tom Hanks as Walt Disney because he actually did bring that Walt Disney flavor to it. It made you actually feel like that you were being introduced into Walt's world. Especially the part with the merry-go-round. Have you ever been on the merry-go-round? <laughs> on the carousel? And the woman who's wrote Harry Pop- Mary Poppins is like, no. <laughs> well, do you want to go on it? No. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And then she made him th- them sing that song, The Spoonful of Sugar Must Go Down, like five, like over ten times or more. Yeah. To try and get it right. 
that part was actually pretty funny. Tom Hanks because they were all one of like Sprangler. One of the great method <laughs> actors to me. He could just immerse himself into these roles. Like he could be Mr. Rogers one day, but then he can be Walt Disney. Um, yeah. Well, Mr. Rogers for him isn't that hard, considering the fact that he's family. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. He is related to Walt oh, Disney. Related to Mr. Wow, Rogers. I didn't know that. Right. Mr. Rogers, that's right. I didn't remember. Okay. Yeah. There's actually a story behind that, Tamika. If you didn't hear this, when um, the Mr. Rogers movie is coming out and they're at the premiere, I forget who it was. I think it was the Hollywood Reporter or, or was Entertainment Tonight. One of the two went and did a um, DNA test on Hank and on uh, Mr. Rogers because everybody's like, they look alike. Like, there's, they, they got to be connected somehow. And oh, wow. They're like second cousins or third cousins. It's, and Tom Hanks and his wife are like, um, no, you're lying. You're pulling her leg. He's like, no, we have a genealogy report right here. And they oh, showed it to him. Tom Hanks so is like, awesome. holy shit. So we're actually <laughs> looking at Mr. Rogers and all these films. Cool. Boom. Solved the problem. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, it so, was gonna be safe. Uh, what's Banks. your number seven? <laughs> but we can go down oh, to your number eight, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Because sure. that's what I normally um, do. I always so go down to like the next the number. So like the we can go down to number eight. And I watch it every Christmas. What? <laughs> what? Excuse me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That's a good movie. No, I'm I not you're like one of ten people that like that. I am. I'm number nine. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Polaris <laughs> A lot of people don't like it because it's like, you know, deviates from the book. And I'm like, the book is short. We got to make this into a movie. We got to add stuff now. Come on. Jeez. Um, but yeah, yeah, get it together. Damn. <laughs> yeah, get, get it together. together. Damn. I mean, it's a short story, but we got. I didn't put that on a T-shirt a for the movie. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good children's. And book. don't forget, it's a children's and book. I like the movie. So I mean, I of course, it's gonna be short. And it's part of the thirty three hundred fifty days of Christmas that they be having on there. But yeah, I I like it. I don't know. I don't have words for it. I just like it. <laughs> and it's Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for me, I like You've Got Mail. And that's because of Meg Ryan. I and... thought the Polar Express what made but Polar it's... Express, not the jump you, John, but the the Polar Express uh, because of the motion capture. The the motion uh, capture. You say you don't like that, that part? movie for all the characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks so no, much like do. Tom Hanks. It's like Tom Hanks in an animated movie. Yeah, exactly. that's why people didn't like it. <laughs> it exactly. Had a story it was thing, very you know, real. Where, 
you make the characters look too realistic in animation, it creeps the audience out. Yes, Tamika. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And that's that. But yeah, it does creep the audience out mm-hmm. and everything because I remember hearing people saying that they were a little creeped out because of how real it looked yeah. and how real oh, but you got those cartoon real. characters actually look because of how Tom Hanks looks on the film. Yeah. So. You got mail. Okay, mm-hmm. I do? Okay. <laughs> okay, so so the reason why I like You've Got Mail is because of Meg Ryan. And she's just this, lo- this little hole-in-the-wall uh, bookstore. She loves books yeah. and everything, and she's chatting with this one person. Oof. And of course, this is like the golden age of the internet. This is like dial-up internet, where where you have mm-hmm. instant messenger and you have Ooh, email, that and time. that's it. There is no <laughs> apps. There's nothing else. Those are the only two things that you have, and you don't know what the person looks like. You don't know what the person looks like or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was like the golden age of chat rooms, golden age of everything because of AOL, and. I like this film because of the uh, because they don't know who each other is and they can't stand each other or anything like that. And then they're writing about each other without even knowing each other in the emails. And I love the back and forth chemistry between Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. I love the fact that, you know, you have this really snobbish girlfriend that Tom Hanks is with. And then make Ryan's just your everyday girl next door who's really sweet and gentle, who wants to actually do what's best for a bookstore. Tom Hanks is, owns this multi-million dollar bookstore called Fox Bookstore, because that's actually his last name is Fox. It was, like, it was I liked the movie. I thought it was really good for what it was during that time. But of course, you know, it didn't age well right now it didn't age well at all because of how fast technology is now and how we're more open to other technology than what we are with just email and <laughs> i always found this movie to be a love letter to aol i agree i can i can definitely see that and it's basically <laughs> saying hey subscribe yeah. to aol because you get to have like, you got like michael bay with transformers <laughs> <laughs> why because he wants to blow well, it up or what it's just a glorified advertisement yeah it's like the reverse True. lake house there is product placement in that movie but I will for no reason at all <laughs> yeah. to make it feel right to make it feel <laughs> figured it out I'm the one with all the hot takes <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah, that's my number eight. <laughs> and Chris, what's your number eight? <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a feeling that was going to be coming up next. Look at you! You did it in a memento kind of way, by the way. Yeah, I didn't say it was in <laughs> one of his movies, so. Right. Exactly. So. But, uh, uh, who doesn't like <laughs> fiddling around with established history? Mm. True. That guy. Especially when you're dealing with Leonardo da Vinci and all that stuff. That and 
that and saying that Jesus is bloodline oh. as she continues. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Spoiler, you know, alert. spoiler alert for uh, right, fourteen year old movie. If you haven't, literally almost fourteen right. years old. It'll be fourteen years old mm. in like damn. Two weeks. So if you haven't, <laughs> ouch! I felt that right. <laughs> it hurt my soul. <laughs> damn! Damn! <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I did too. That hurt a little oh. bit. Damn, man. <laughs> Take your I have a soul after this is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crawling my right. whole body. It's like, I need to go home. I just need to go in here and tuck myself in the bed. What is that? <laughs> but. Let's see. But is there anything extra that you want no, to say about like that? Or? They mm-hmm. want, yeah, I did. The movie pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I remember that. Love it pissed it. a lot of Catholics a lot. I love that for it. Because gonna get hate off now. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait a minute. They're going to. No, you know what? I think I'm just gonna tell him to email yourself, you at Hotel Nerds. Press and there's no such thing as bad press. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Just bad publicity. Okay. <laughs> but Let's see here. Um, oh, okay. Let's do our number first. nine okay. real quick. Cool. Um, all right. So I like all right. So I'm gonna let Tamika go first. Um, I thought that it was yeah. an Amazon yep. Prime movie. All right. But I was sadly mistaken because <laughs> I saw it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's one of those movies they did that flies under the radar. <laughs> um, he's selling a holographic teleconferencing system to some king in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Ta-da, just because. Um, but, yeah. Um, I do <laughs> like the movie. I just, it's been a while. Um, but, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I didn't really sell that one well, but it's still a good movie. Because I said so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what about you, Chris? Oh, What's your number nine? <laughs> yeah, that's my number nine. <laughs> I should have said. Cat you said we do have something in common. <laughs> that was actually. <laughs> you know, I feel like Castaway <laughs> is probably the one movie that he did <laughs> that a lot of people tend to forget about. Like it, every so often, it will come up in pop culture. Like it did when he had the virus because somebody <laughs> sent on the volleyball God. and painted the so <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, but though. That it was so hilarious. Like, slide under the radar of movies that he's done. It kind of, it's like it was there for a few years in pop culture, you know. Like it was quotable, and now it's like you don't hear anybody quoted anymore. No, you really don't. 
And a matter of fact, it would actually be in yeah. the pantheon of underrated films if you think about it. Yeah, I would, I would put that in the that underrated way. film category for sure. I also remember him being an Elvis fan um, in that movie. I don't uh, remember I so much product placement. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he worked for FedEx because <laughs> I remember get, him getting the kid mm-hmm. to run across Russia with a FedEx package to see how long it would take him to deliver the package <laughs> to the facility. Mm-hmm. If you remember the very beginning, that's that exactly what ha- that's exactly how they introduced the film. <laughs> that, that was messed up. And then he made he got this first prize. He won a portable CD player. <laughs> now, if that's not yeah, outdated, that's you tell me what isn't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks, Tom asshole. Hanks. I did this. <laughs> My parents will be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what? I, I definitely have to say that is in my number nine on that one. I don't understand what's wrong. So, I'm going to roll up number Toy Story. I'm thinking about how Chris Let's go to your did. number nine. Like, oh, Toy Story 4, and then 3, and then 2, and 1. <laughs> Boom. That's all I need to say. But yes, I one. like Toy Story. Um, and then drop the mic after that because it that's it. my soul before Chris destroyed it. Um, <laughs> serious victory, damn, but yeah, um, flawless Toy victory. Story, I mean, I think when it came out, people were like, It's a movie Ooh. about toys, why would I want to go see this, right? Um, but it's for adults and children, just like Shrek and all those other Pixar movies. I think Shrek was right. no, Shrek wasn't Pixar, it was DreamWorks, whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah. 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 But you know, it it's like but yeah, it was know, DreamWorks. You, you Tra- up Tra- with toys uh, DreamWorks. And I used to always wonder because I treated my toys horribly, and I'm like, are my toys plotting to kill me? Because I cut my Barbie's hair off and I drew on her. <laughs> like, yeah, are they talking to each other? Are they plotting <laughs> behind my back? So it's kind of like. Well, not Game my tattoos. experience, but you always wonder, what do my toys do when I'm away from the room? Do they come to life? You know? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to destroy your tool a little bit more. But And I'm going to go with what was said uh, last week on SN Live and say that I believe that Woody in Toy Story was a villain. I gotta think about that one. They're both villains. They're both villains and they're like yeah. taking over the whole toy. Buzz is more of a hero than Buzz was more of a hero than uh, Woody because Buzz actually truly thought that he was a superhero astronaut where Woody was like, yeah, fuck oh you. Oh my I'm gosh, it's like Iron window. Man and Captain America. But Toy Story. Damn. Right. Mind blown. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you guys not think about that? <laughs> Just thought about that. Now I want to see a Toy Story trailer. Right? When you see Woody Now I want to see a Toy Story trailer <laughs> mixed together with Captain America Civil War. Oh, you can put that in there. You can have I thought you were my friend. I thought you were my friend. I was. Now, you know, and then the little spoon Forky can be like, um, <laughs> he can be the, he can be the winter soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me Pepper Potts. Oh. <laughs> Don't act like you, you are thought about that before. I'm dead. <laughs> I ruined the Avengers for everyone. God. I think I'm John. <laughs> I think it was John. Huh? I just thought you did. That's not the first time. Me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had a Keanu Reeves moment. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 And I'm not even high. I can see you go, wait a minute. I got an idea. Whoa. Bro, bro, listen. What if I got Toy an idea. Story is like Captain America versus <laughs> Iron Man? Whoa. Like, whoa. Dude. Dude. It's like, it's like, whoa. Yeah, man. Whoa. Totally. Dude. Kevin Foggy, I yeah. got an idea for this movie. Totally. <laughs> no, no, no. Woody what is Iron Man. Put Woody and Captain America is Captain Bugs. America. No, what do you want to be Iron Man? And Black Widow is we the put... chick. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the other way around. Yeah. And then Wanda <laughs> could be um the chick with the horse. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We're not even at ten yet. <laughs> oh my god! I'm done. Because <laughs> we never thought about I'm this done. before. <sighs> we are. We're I need almost there. We do Avengers with Toy Story. Like, okay. You know. I haven't been that deep before. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And the green dinosaur are <laughs> gonna be the whole because he's already tweet out to Kevin so Feige. I'm sure he'll okay. The whole it. cast is there. Right? <laughs> 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 oh my god! I'm done. <laughs> so what's uh? So, so um, what's your number ten, Chris? I don't know if I can talk that, man. <laughs> Okay, so I think I broke. What about your number ten, Tamika? (laughs) Whoa, bro, bro! Like, whoa, (laughs) like, yeah, a lot of people go see it. Why don't we? Yeah, and and I want him to pay me because I said it out of Toy Story (sighs) because Um, it'll be awesome (laughs) because you're awesome. (laughs) Um, I. I wrote to tradition, um, <laughs> the prohibition era. Um, he's going around with his son, and yeah, mm-hmm. and um, Jude Law creeped me out in that movie as the photographer that shoots dead people, like actually takes pictures of dead people, and that he shoots and gets a kick out of it. 
yeah. I have my deep moments. But yeah, Dang Tom on. Hanks as That's a gangster. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like you, it's kind of like you're buying it, but you're not because you still think about Forrest Gump. I have to see that. Like, I actually have it's to... like Forrest Gump was a gangster. Well, <laughs> I don't get this, but okay. <laughs> Mom always said life was like a box of shells. Yeah, you never know that what you want to get. Not. Boom. <laughs> 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 We are really oh god. Well, <laughs> what difficult. I really like this. Though. This is a good flow. This has been a good, great show despite the technical difficulties. By the <laughs> <a> crew. <laughs> right. Like Manny Fresh. <laughs> like <laughs> you just Okay, okay. <laughs> but that's Wait, did a... everybody do their number okay. 10? So, anyways, um, I think that's gonna do it for. That's gonna be John Snowdown entrance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John uh, the vibe killer. <laughs> yeah, he had. I don't know about own. that. I did a pretty good. She said joke the other night. The I joke. brought that pretty up. <laughs> yeah. I have my moments. I have, you know. but anyways i just want to say thank you for everyone that uh listened to this episode and everything i hope everybody had a good time (laughs) i can't believe y'all and uh you know i just want to say thank you to Mika for being on the show as always i do appreciate that Oh, let's see what Tamika's gonna say uncensored. <laughs> it's like I don't have anything else to do. I guess I'll be okay, on I'm it. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but hey, I'm just trying to do my thank yous, okay? I'm trying to be nice. It's okay. So I just want to say thank you and send to you, Chris. Thank you for being on. I'm glad that you had a time to actually uh, be able to be oh, on. Oh, yeah, please sleep. Come on, definitely Chris. have to do this okay. again. Darn. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, tell him about the Toy Story. Thing. I can see now, your boss. He'll feel better. So, what did you? What did you do? <laughs> I was on a podcast episode. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. I wish that we actually slept like people in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm getting experience points just by sleeping. They took that away in Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's what so I wish that we had. Make Avengers with Toy Story. <laughs> Well, damn. <laughs> no, I don't have to text Kevin Feige. That could happen. You just have to text uh, Keanu Reeves okay, to I'm pitch sorry. the idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I just want to say thank, thank you for everyone for listening. <laughs> and this is John for Movie Loves You 